when we look at what's possible and what can be done, only the people who have enough persistence and are good enough at it ever really find out the truth because they see it through to the end. Everybody else ends up just having to tell a story about what might have been. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Discipline Podcast. This is the Super Skills Series. In this series, BK talks us through 20 skills we can all use every day to improve our lives and our impact on the things we care about. He helps you break down each skill through the lens of self-awareness, self-discipline, and self-confidence. By the end of this series, you'll be able to turn these 20 simple skills into super skills that unlock a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. In today's episode, we're talking about persistence and how it's putting in effort despite doubt, disappointments, and setbacks to achieve an objective that has to be earned but is never guaranteed. Reminder to stick around through the end of the episode so you can hear how to get your hands on free E plus R equals O resources for activating these skills in your life. Persistence is largely a matter of choices and how we combine a number of the skills that we've already covered to come to bear. The simple skill of persistence starts with, and it is based on, putting in effort. Okay, that is the the stream of persistence. If we don't, if people, well, what about, what about, stop right there. You have to put in the effort. That's where persistence springs from, okay? And then what's the context of persistence? Well, it's putting in effort despite doubts, disappointments, and setbacks to achieve an objective that has to be earned and is never guaranteed. That's the nature of persistence. Persistence is putting in effort despite doubts, despite disappointments, despite setbacks, and in fact, knowing that those three things will always show up, doubts, disappointments, and setbacks, that we will spend, and this is, this is some really heavy truth that, that uh, uh, some of you are ready for and some of you will be ready for at some point in the future, maybe not today, but it's this. Doubts, disappointments, and setbacks, a large percentage of your life will be filled and consumed by that state. You just step back. A large percentage of your life is spent in doubt, in disappointment, and in setbacks. You just look at your past. I mean, it's 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 a non insignificant percentage where you've been in that spot, and some of you might be in it right now. In fact, there's a, there's a better chance than not that a lot of you are in that doubt, that disappointment, that setback zone right now, you're living it, right? You are in it. And maybe you can't even see your way out of it yet, which is the part of putting in effort for something that can only be earned and can never be guaranteed. That's the nature of persistence. When we think about when does persistence need to show up? Well, I actually like to take a step back and I actually like to look at two things. And this is, this is actually in the book here, this opening paragraph here. Well, picture two different scenarios. Here's scenario one. Okay, here's scenario one. 
you start off and you spend four years working and barely getting things off the ground. You barely make any progress whatsoever. Then you spend another two years where you are average and kind of barely surviving, but but you're 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 better than you were the previous four years. Then you spend another two years, and if you're tracking, you're eight years in now. Then you spend another two years where you're okay and you get some traction, but you are not accelerating and you are still um, barely getting by and you are you are clearly not among the best at what you do. And then after eight years, you finally have a breakthrough of two years later where you actually break through to, you know, whatever that level is for you in the context that you're in. And that could be, you know, that could be, uh, uh, you know, a job, that could be performance, that could be money, that could be a relationship, uh, it could be anything. So here, here's the, here's path one. Path one is four years of, of being lost, confused, scrambled, you're just all over the place. Two years of being highly average and barely surviving. Two more years of being okay, but clearly not the most respected or successful in that field or in that endeavor. And then finally a breakthrough. Okay. That's path one. And then there's path two. Okay. Very different path. Let me put this one in front of you. This time you have right from the beginning, you have two years of smash success. You catch lightning in a bottle in right away and you skyrocket ahead and you have two amazing years followed by a gradual and then a sharp drop off where you drop from the best down to average and you're not exactly sure why, or maybe you are sure why, but nonetheless, it happens slowly and gradually at first and then a precipitous decline. Then you just work in obscurity for the next four years. You kind of feel like you're in purgatory. You're in, you're in no man's land. And then you have a small taste of success back like you had originally, but it fades and disappears like dust really quick. And then a year later, you start to make the climb up, but it takes you five years to get back to where you were eight years ago when you started out in those first two. So path one is flat to down to middling, then plateau at a very average level, and then a slow climb up to great. Path two is jump to great, slowly drop, steep decline, get back, average in the middle, kind of hidden, nobody really sees you, a taste of success followed by a drop again, and then a slow climb back up to where you are. Here's the question. Which one of those two paths requires more persistence? Here's the point. It doesn't matter. They both require persistence. It doesn't matter. Because in both of them, what happens? You're in doubt. You're in setbacks. And you're experiencing disappointment. People think that early success is a big benefit and it's not because one of the most devastating things that can happen to a person is to have early success and then have it taken away because they get fooled into believing they're better than they are they don't develop the the proper muscles or strength or calluses and you may personally 
emotionally deal better with scenario one or scenario two, right? With path one or path two, and that can be your personal context, which matters for you and for me. But from a from a learning perspective, it doesn't matter which one you pick. They're both going to require an insane amount of persistence. It doesn't matter how the path unfolds. Every single path you could take, early success, late success, early struggle, late struggle, whatever it is, there is no path where you do not face doubts, disappointments, setbacks, and a deep need for intense persistence. The funny thing about persistence is that when we look at what's possible and what can be done, only the people who have enough persistence and are good enough at it, only those people who bring it ever really find out the truth because they see it through to the end. Everybody else ends up just having to tell a story about what might have been or they tell a story about what was going to happen and they act like they could predict the future. It's a, it's, it's a fascinating thing to me. When it comes to persistence, it's only the people who have it, have enough of it, and are good enough at it that ever really find out the truth. Everyone else is dealing with a story they tell themselves or some picture and projection they made up about what the future was going to be before they quit, before they stopped, before they gave up, before they got broken, before they decided they didn't want to see it through to the end and find out the truth about what they were capable of, where it could go, or whether it was even possible. And I, I cannot make that decision for anybody. And I can't even tell you what the right decision for you is. But what I can tell you is that if you don't have this discipline and skill to persist, eventually you will get caught just telling yourself a story about what might have been and you'll be dealing in something other than what the truth could have been if you were persistent enough to go make it happen. Know yourself. For me, it's just three questions, okay? It is how much doubt does it take to drag you down? How many disappointments does it take to destroy you? And how many setbacks does it take to stop you? From a mindset perspective, the self-awareness is simply acknowledging inside yourself, looking inside yourself, looking at who you are, looking at who you're, who you're choosing to become, because I don't think you are fixed, who you're choosing to become. And then really, I just, for me personally, this is how I do it. Right here, I wrote it down. What will break you and what is better and stronger than you? For me, that's what persistence comes down to. And here's what the self-control section is. Make your choice. Choose your side. You have two things. You're going to keep trying. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep advancing. You're going to keep refining. You're going to keep attempting. Or you're not. It's binary. There's two ways you go. It's yes or no. I continue or I don't. You're not allowed to play the middle. You're not allowed to sit in between. You're not allowed to half-ass it. You're not allowed to, to, to dabble. You got to pick. It's persist or stop. Continue or be done. Do not play the middle. Make your choice. Declare your choice. Act on your choice. I don't care which one you choose. 
I don't want you sitting in the spot where you think that you don't have to choose or you're pretending like it's somebody else who's choosing for you because it's not your spouse, it's not your boss, it's not your peers, it's not your players, it's not your AD, it's not your kids, it's not your mom, it's not your dad, it's you. You're going to decide what breaks you, you're going to decide what you push through, you're going to decide whether to continue, you're going to decide whether to stop. There isn't anything fancy about this. Pick a choice. I keep trying. I keep going. I'm going to go make this thing happen or I'm stopping. Either way, make it an intentional, purposeful, skillful decision and force yourself to choose a side. And then do these three things that I just said. Make your choice, declare your choice, and then act on your choice. So here's the last piece on self-confidence, the believing in yourself side of persistence. And that is that that self-doubt shows up in everybody. In, in, in every person who's ever lived, self-doubt is a consistent companion. We don't see it in everybody because some people are really good at displaying uh, themselves in a way that doesn't show self-doubt. Um, and I say that because I, I think I'm naturally one of those people that doesn't, uh, that doesn't naturally show self-doubt. Um, particularly well, and, and, and some people say they, you know, they carry themselves with confidence. And if, since I was a little kid, I've kind of always done that, just from a self awareness perspective. I, I've just always been that guy. Um, and and so one of the things for me is, you know, sometimes people will misread that, and that's okay. Um, I need to be better at that. And also, there's a margin of error people misread. But there's also a side where, you know, certain people who carry themselves certain ways, um, you can believe that well. You know, they just have such deep belief in themselves, they never doubt themselves. And we just don't talk about how often we doubt ourselves. And I want to feed confidence into all of you that self-doubt is natural, it is normal, it is inevitable, and a large portion of your life will be spent dealing and pushing through self-doubt. That's just how it is. Persistence pushes through. Persistence does not waste time trying to gain other people's approval. It doesn't try to explain a whole lot to other people. It doesn't try to justify it just says, let's go do more work. And this is what I think this is the narrative of, of persistence. Let's go do more work, let's do better work, and let's go make it happen. And what's powerful about persistence is its stubborn and bullish attitude around that. That that it prepares for self-doubt by saying, Okay, I know you're gonna be here. And I and if that self-doubt is stubborn, my persistence will be more stubborn. If that self-doubt is loud, my persistence is going to be what cuts through the noise. If my if my self doubt is is pulling, then my persistence is going to be that that bullish workhorse that just plows through it in those scenarios. And so, this is what I believe persistence to be. I believe persistence is that part of ourselves that, regardless of what's going on in our heart, in our head, in the world, it says, "Let's go do more work, let's go do better work, and let's go make this happen." And it can do that in good times, it can do that in bad, it can do it with guarantees, and it can do it during complete and total uncertainties. Persistence is what pushes through. That's the core and that's the key of persistence. Self-awareness is what does it take to break you or or what are you willing to actually push through? The self-control, the, the self-discipline side of this is, is pick and declare. Are you gonna continue the path or are you going to get off the path? 
Make your choice, declare your choice, act on your choice, own your choice for anything that you would need to persist through. And then the last piece on self-confidence is that self-doubt is inevitable. You know, being somebody who is confident is not somebody who is without self-doubt. It is somebody who knows how to get through self-doubt. And eventually you build confidence and courage and you have less self-doubt in less areas, no doubt, for sure. But you never get rid of it. It's the nature of being human. You just rise your level. And then this is the thing. As soon as you 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 eliminate a large portion of self-doubt at wherever you are right now, what happens is you actually get good enough to elevate. And when you elevate, where does that put you? Into a new scenario, new context, new environment, new standards where you have new and fresh self-doubt for that scenario and environment. So there is no scenario. There is no, no, no path where we don't have self-doubt. Persistence is the only choice when you face self-doubt. Hey, thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review because your reviews help more people find this podcast who need it. As promised, we've got links in the show notes to resources that will help you activate these skills in your life. First up, we've got the Do the Worksheet, a free E plus R equals O resource that helps you apply what we talked about here to your life. Lastly, if you're interested in taking the application of these skills a step further, we have a downloadable guidebook with all 20 skills only for members of the Daily Discipline community. Developing these 20 skills into super skills help you become a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.